When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to a special episode of the Dogs Podcast coming to you live from Bleacher Report. If you are new to the show, uh, we don't normally just sit in front of blank green screens and look like this. And if you've watched our show before, you know that. Um, we were having some technical difficulties and we were in the witching hour and it was just like, well, let's just go live. Hopefully it sounds good because it's not going to look good. Uh, we appreciate everybody being here. Uh, I'm jo- or I'm Blake. I have Josh all with me. We are two of the four hosts of the Dogs Podcast. If you're new to the show, um, if you are liking what you see and you want to watch more of us you can find us on facebook instagram twitter and tiktok uh if you haven't already please subscribe on youtube make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss any new content we put out we go live on youtube pretty frequently so you don't want to miss any of that you can also find us on apple spotify and google if you prefer to just listen to your podcast uh, lastly if you're looking for more dogs content you can head to jointhedogs.com become an official dog pack member on our patreon page you get an extra episode every week. You get an act, a, uh, you get access to the private Discord. Uh, we have fantasy leagues going on. There's a lot of cool stuff going on in our dog pack. Uh, we give merch away every month. Um, we've met some of the people from the, the dog pack. It's just a good online Browns community. So if you're interested in something like that, you want to hang out with the dogs more often, you want to meet Browns fans from all over the world, head to thedogspodcast.com. And that's not the right website. Head to jointhedogs.com, become a dog pack member. We got too many websites. Too many um, websites, too many tech issues. It was a, a absolutely horrible afternoon of football if you're a Browns fan. And you know what? Like Blake said, we don't normally look like this. So head over to YouTube after the show and check out what our stuff normally looks like. We should have all this stuff hopefully figured out for the next stream. And uh, we'll be good to go. So... um Pretty excruciating afternoon for the Browns. Um, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it, Josh. We were t- we were texting a little bit. For me, once I got the uh, once I got the notification that Deshaun wasn't playing, I pretty much chalked this up to a well. Uh, we're not going to win this game. Um, I had essentially no hope. Um, a lot of people were screaming for DTR in the preseason. Guys, the preseason means nothing. That's Kenny cool. Pickett looked like Joe Montana. This is just further proof that the preseason is nothing. Um, I mean, Watkins led the league in receiving in the preseason. He came get on a roster. Like the preseason means nothing. The 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 DTR hype. I'm not I'm not saying I'm sold on DTR. I'm not. He's a fifth round rookie, and we asked him to make his first start against 
one of the best coached, most physical, well-run organizations in the National Football League. Like he was set up to fail. I the bigger fumble to me is we should have never traded away Josh Dobbs. That's what I took away from this game. Trading Josh Dobbs was a bad idea and could come back to haunt us if uh, Watson's injury is worse than they're letting on. Right. And I mean, the Josh Dobbs thing, I, I totally get what you're saying. But then again, you know, if Deshaun Watson plays all 17 games this year and we never have to rely on a backup quarterback, then the, the Josh Dobbs remains an awesome move by Andrew Barry to get, what was it, a fifth round pick for him? So, you know, it's just one of those things. It's unfortunate. But, you know, I've seen people in the chat here even saying like, you know, I saw some, we talked about this before the, the um, game today, Blake, somebody in the chat mentioned, why, why did we not consider starting PJ Walker? And I know that kind of sounds like hindsight 2020, DTR suck today, all that stuff. But when you were going into the game, it's like, well, we do have this guy elevated from our practice squad who has played NFL football at the NFL level before he has won games. He's done this before. Maybe we just need to game manage our way on the, you know, the back of this strong defense to a win today rather than go in there and try to get cute and fancy with DTR, who just was not ready for it. So, so I actually, when I found out Watson was going to be out, my first thought was we should start PJ Walker. And then my second thought was, well, we had a veteran backup quarterback that we liked and we named him the number two. And then they traded him and made DTR the number two. If you if you don't if you didn't trust DTR to come in and play this game, then you never should have traded Dobbs in the first place. Like so, P- DTR took the first team reps this week. Most of them, I'm pretty sure, because Watson couldn't throw. Um, PJ Walker did not. Like That's if, true. if you true. were just going to skip DTR and, and go straight to PJ Walker, then PJ Walker should be your number two. That you know what I mean. So like the, I just don't think you could do that and have any legitimate case for why you got rid of Dobbs. Um, it was clear, though, that a DTR was in over his head. I, the biggest thing I've seen on a lot of stuff in here about um, Stefanski was the problem today. And I know you had some thoughts on this. Um, what was he supposed to do? I just felt like... So this has been an ongoing theme for me anyway. And, I'm you know, guys in the chat, let us know your thoughts about this too. I feel like... Kevin Stefanski comes into each game with his game plan and what he wants to do, and you don't really see him adjust during the game. We saw it in the Steelers game. When things, when the defense is doing certain things, I don't feel like there are these adjustments to take what they're giving us. And I just, I felt like the play calling early on with some of the, the trickery, some of the passing, you know, downfield passing that he was trying to execute with DTR. I, I just don't think that was a smart move with this fifth-round rookie making a spot start, hopefully, for Deshaun Watson in this game. Like, I just, I wanted to see a much more simplified playbook today. Um, and I know that the the ground game wasn't going. It, it did not get going very well early. What what I hated to see was that nice 26-yard chunk run from Ford at the beginning of the game get called back immediately. That was rough. And before we move on, Ohio DraftKings has upped their sign-up offer to kick off This NFL football season, new users can place a $5 first bet to instantly claim $200 in bonus bets, plus up to $150 back in bonus bets if your team loses. All you have to do is sign up with our code, THEDOGS, all one word. Using our code, THEDOGS, not only gets you great bonuses, 
but it also directly supports our podcast. If you've been considering signing up for DraftKings, make sure you use our code, THEDOGS, to maximize your first bets. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 years and older and physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer to see if you qualify. Yeah, so so to play devil's advocate, we... I went and looked. So I saw people complaining about Stefania skiing, the play calling, blah, 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 and all this stuff. And so I went and looked. And it was about halfway through the third quarter. Mind you, we're down 21 to 3 at the time. And it was basically 50-50 run pass. Most I, I feel like he kept it extremely conservative. If you if you're losing 21 to 3, you're throwing the ball every play. I mean, your quarterback probably gets to 50 passes. He only threw 35 passes today. We only ran the ball for 3.7 yards of carry, and we got some crap stuff late. I went and looked at power rate through the third quarter, and we were averaging like one yard of carry. Yeah, it, it was, was not good. The round game was not going. Um, I don't I actually would make the argument if there's ever going to be a game where Stefanski was going to get cute and try to do a little trick oration to get the offense going, this would be the game to do it. You you weren't going to move the ball on the Ravens with DTR quarterback. You just weren't. Think about think about this as a team. You're built around Chubb. You're built to block for Chubb. Every your entire everything is built around Chubb. You lose him. You adjust the offense. You build it around Deshaun. Last week we see this open offense for Deshaun. You lose Deshaun. There's only so many things a team can lean on. You only, you know what I mean? Like what else? You couldn't lean on the run game. You couldn't lean on your court. What are you supposed to do? So get a little tricky. What do you got to lose? You're probably going to get spanked anyways. Um, I think we ran one trick play, and it wasn't even really a trick play. It's a reverse. And I'm I would bet my my paycheck that Stefanski didn't say, Hey Elijah Moore, take this reverse <laughs> and run thirty yards backwards. I guarantee you that's not what he coached him up to do. Well so, for me the 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 play that got me very hot and infuriated and again chat let us know if this was the one for you guys. It was the Harrison Bryant snap where it was third and one and it was like and then they flip it out to DTR or whatever, and he throws it downfield, and it was, was that the interception or it was almost picked? He threw three interceptions today and should have had like seven or eight, honestly. I mean, there, there were some really bad passes. So it was kind of that thing where it's third and one, you're trying to get down the field, just get the first down. I mean, I know that they're tough against the run, but I don't know. It was just questionable for me. This is, I mean, here I think you were going to be lucky to score 10 points in this game. Well, and we they, came once in knowing more- that – the. The Ravens' defense is very good against the run, just like the Browns' defense came in very good against the run. So, I mean, it was going to have to be Deshaun Watson's arm, you know, making the plays on offense today, and unfortunately, we we didn't have it. It's just, yeah, like, to me, like, the Stefanski blame, if if we had Deshaun for this game and we came out and we looked that bad and we only put up three points, okay, you can blame Stefanski. Go find me the coach, the offensive coach in the NFL that loses his center, his all-pro center at the beginning of the game, or his Pro Bowl center, who doesn't have his all-pro running back and doesn't have his franchise quarterback, and tell me the coach whose offense is going to look good. Against the Ravens' defense is a, a legit defense. We weren't playing the Broncos or the Bears. You know, like yeah. – Go find me the offensive coach that puts up points in that scenario. There isn't one. There, there, there isn't one. So I just thought the Stefanski blame, like we're playing with a backup center, a backup quarterback, a backup running back. There's what's he supposed to do? I know. I just I feel like I mean, and we've done this the last few weeks on the show. I mean, there have definitely been some Kevin questions come up, and it's not like we're advocating for the guy to be gone. Or I know a lot of people in the chat are saying. Got to get rid of Kevin. That's not where we're at. That's, you know, we have been staunch Kevin Stefanski defenders since he's been here. 
it's just I'm starting to see certain play calling things that I'm questioning, especially considering now we've got Deshaun Watson at quarterback minus today, of course. And I just don't see him playing to his strengths. It's the lack of adjustments in the game. I'm with you. I, mean, I, I understand what you're from the Titans game where we all sat and talked about how awesome the offense mm-hmm. was. I mean, it's we played with a fifth round rookie against the Ravens without Nick Chubb, without our starting center. I mean, we we can't. The, he's not making adjustments. We just talked about how he called a great game seven days ago. I mean, he was no coach in the league was gonna was gonna coach well today. I, it, the cards were definitely stacked against us. I understand. And I saw someone here who said the defense was terrible. The defense was not terrible, guys. If I told you that you were going to get out of this game, Lamar was going to uh, only complete 15 passes. He wasn't going to throw for 200 yards. You were going to hold him to under 30 yards rushing, and you were going to force a turnover. And you would you would not think you're going to lose this game 28 to three. The problem is they're on the field the whole game. One, we gave them the ball at the 10 yard line or whatever it was at the beginning. Yeah, that was. They still have only, and then I think their last score came off a turnover. We've still only had two legitimate drives against us all year. And and I understand the defense has been like out of this world historic. We're playing against other NFL players, other NFL coaches. This guy is a former MVP. You're not going to hold everybody to three points and under 100 yards of offense every game. It's unrealistic. Like the, that's not going to happen. You did. We have to just chill. Like this game, everything. I'm more angry about the fact that the Browns just can't catch a break ever. Right. And you know what I mean. Like we 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 go. We come out. We look good last week. Deshaun has his best game as a Cleveland Brown. We're going to have good weather today, and Deshaun's out. No, he can't build off his best performance ever. The, yet last night we find out David Joku catches himself on fire. <laughs> You know, like this stuff only happens to Cleveland. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. 2016 Trevor Bauer finger cut all over again. Like who's in a World Series run and almost cuts their finger off playing with their drone the night before a game? Nobody, unless you play in Cleveland. You know, who the day before a game, who catches themselves on fire? Nobody, unless you're a Cleveland Brown. And I'm not mad at David for trying to start a fire in his backyard. I start fires in my backyard all the time. It's just like, man. Can we just not ever catch a break? This stuff doesn't happen to anybody else. It's just, it's that's the thing I'm more frustrated about. I I had zero expectations for the offense. I was hoping maybe we could hold them to like a touchdown and we'd get lucky and score ten. Yeah, that that was in DTR. Look, I didn't expect him to look good, and he looked worse than I was expecting him to look. So yeah, that was. Um, the defense didn't play bad, guys. The defense forced a turnover. The defense held uh, Lamar under 200 yards passing. They held him under 30 yards rushing. Like, yeah. And they were on the field forever. Yeah. So I wrote down some notes, you know, before we kicked off the live here. And I said, let's, I wanted to at least have a little bit of positive, you know, comments and some energy here. So, you know, a lot of the positive stuff doesn't necessarily have to do with the Browns directly, but positive one, the Bengals suck. That's awesome to see. Positive two, the Steelers suck. Cool. Positive three, we've got two weeks now for Deshaun to get healthy. Thank God. We need his shoulder back. We need him back desperately. Positive four, we're done. No more no more fans at all asking for DTR over Deshaun. I think we can put that to bet. And finally, the defense did bounce back in the second half like we talked about before the before we went live. Pretty much didn't give up any points at all in the second half except for there at the end whenever... I think, like you said, it came off that interception anyhow, so it's not like 
they were driving down the field on us in the second half. So even after being gassed and being on the field pretty much the entire first half, the defense came out after halftime, said we're going to continue playing our brand of defense. Jim Schwartz got those guys back up to play in the second half, even in a, a complete losing effort. And that was so encouraging to see that even in a game like this where it's ugly and just the wind is totally out of your sails, the defense just continues to bounce back, come back, and play hard. There were tackles for loss. Guys were in the backfield. Uh, just the, the tenacity in that second half from the defense was so encouraging for me. Yeah, whenever I, so I was, you know, I was really pumped about this game because I thought it was a chance to be three and one heading into the bye. Then you got the big matchup with the Niners coming out of the bye. Even if Deshaun's back, I would not pick the Browns to win that game right now. I just I wouldn't pick the games to win that game. So I'm like, okay, we're so we're sitting two and three uh, after five games. That kind of sucks. And then so I went and looked at the Browns schedule. Schedule. You got the Colts. I take the Colts. And, you know, there's no sure things in the NFL. But I would say, you know, Browns would be favored against the Colts. Seahawks at Seahawks is a tough matchup. Yeah. Um, could go either way. Then you got the Cardinals. Then you got the Ravens again. And then after the Ravens again, you got the Steelers. And then you got Broncos, Rams, Jaguars, Bears, Texans. Texans played well today. Beat the crap out of the Steelers. Um, but I'm looking at this. And even if you go two and two out of the bye, you lose to the Niners, uh, lose to the Seahawks. And then say you lose to the Ravens and Steelers. So you you lose three your next five or something like that. You got a four-game stretch of Broncos, Rams, Jaguars, Bears. Um, you can make up a lot of ground in that time. You just got to win the games you're supposed to win here in, in, this, in this stretch. The Colts, you should win. I mean, the Browns can still get to 11 wins if they play well. Like it's... We're, we're two and two. Some people are acting like the season's over. Yes, it would have been nice to get this win, kind of change the narrative on the season, but... There's a lot of wins after the bye. Like, there's a four-game stretch there. I mean, we're going to put up – we'll probably put up 2,000 points on the Broncos. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's you know, the Bears – and the Bears are just as bad. So, um, there's there's plenty of football left. You just, my biggest fear is what's wrong with Deshaun Schultz? That's what I was like, just going to say. Yep. That's yep. – the, I, th- I thought one of two things all week. I thought it was hurt worse than they were letting on. Or it wasn't as bad, and they were playing it close. They want to keep a secret, make the Ravens not know who was going to play. It's worse than what they're letting on. I think I'm worried about. Um, I'm worried about if it's going to linger. So the buy, we were kind of worried about the early buy when they released the schedule. It honestly couldn't have come at a better time. Let's give them two weeks yeah. to get that thing right. The the thing with Deshaun's shoulder that I'm still going to hold some optimism about is. Um, I think it was Mary Kay came out of the locker room yesterday, I believe, and or maybe it was Friday, and he said, I expect to play. Like, that was his, you know, whether he was lying or told, I don't know, I doubt that. I think, I think honestly, he thought he was going to play. You know, they said they were going to see him warm up before the game. If, if his shoulder was really that messed up and they knew it was, he wouldn't have been out there. There would not be video of him throwing the ball like he was before the game, making sure that the shoulder was good to go. And it just, I guess it just wasn't. Um, but at least he was out there attempting i mean it wasn't like he was ruled out yesterday or friday or anything it was really a game time decision which makes me believe that it just isn't that bad and they said you know what with the buy coming up let's not push it let's just you know if, if we drop this game that sucks but we got the buy to get right and then we we come back and you know full health yeah i uh, somebody said that it was gonna be a big trade before the 49ers game i'm curious what they think that trade will be for. Um, and, and here's the other prop thing too, is look around the AFC North. 
the the Ravens are three and one. Every everybody else in their division got rolled today. They're three and one, but they're not an impressive three and one. They are a beatable team. We just, I mean, like I said, the cards are just stacked today. I mean, we've seen the Ravens the first what four weeks of the season now. That offense is nothing super impressive. I think they can be beaten. Like Lamar didn't throw for he completed a ton of passes. We talked about this in our preview show. He's completing a, a crazy high percentage of passes, but they're going for nowhere. Right. He's he completed fifteen and nineteen today. So you're looking at his completion percentage. You're like, man, Lamar was on point today. He threw for 187 yards. He even cracked two hundred again. Like the offense is still anemic. And, and they're also playing without oh, they had a they have a ton of injuries too, but they still had Lamar. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they still have the guy. That thing is built around Lamar, and they still had him. He's the main cog in that machine. You took away our main cog. You know, like you've taken away two of them. We didn't, have, you know, you took away Chubb two weeks ago, and now we didn't have Deshaun. There's only so much an NFL team can do. I mean, especially we. It's not like we were handed a break. We had a, a cake game today. We're playing a, a division opponent coming off of what they would probably consider an embarrassing loss. You know right. what I mean? So you knew they were gonna like. Card stacked, and I was I thought if you can get out of this thing and get an ugly win, that would be cool. But I didn't expect it at all. Um, it kind of went exact. That's why normally if you watch this after the Steelers game, I was distraught. I was <laughs> I was distraught uh, because I expected to win that game. I had the expectations were so low for this game once they ruled Deshaun out that it was just it is what it is. It, it's it sucks, but. We got a lot of football left. And the defense is clearly still going to keep us in every game. Halfway through the third quarter, we were still in this ball game. Yeah. It was, you know, and we were still in the, but the offense just couldn't do anything. So the defense is going to keep us in a ton of games. We're not going to face the best running quarterback of all time every single week. Um, it's just, we just got to get Deshaun healthy. That's that's the thing. If we, if we come back and Deshaun's 100% healthy and the offense still looks like garbage, then I'll listen to, to your Stefanski criticism. But today, there's the, you can't. There's nothing to criticize. I mean, there, nobody would do anything. Yeah. I watched Kyle Shanahan. Everybody considers he's like the greatest offensive coach ever. Um, with before Purdy got there, without Jimmy G, he was his win percentage was awful. Mike McDaniel last year. Everybody loves McDaniel. When Tua wasn't healthy, how many games did they win? You know, like yeah. it turns out the quarterback's an important position. So it yeah. just it is what. It's an important position. That's why that's why the Browns went out and they did what they did to get Deshaun Watson. And yeah, you know the preseason definitely fooled a lot of people into thinking, well, maybe DTR could beat guys. We we can't be doing that. We said that so many times on the show. Like it's it's not real. The preseason football is just it's not real football. This was real football. DTR is a rookie. Rough game, probably about as bad as you'll ever see him play in his career. So. We'll move on from that. I, you know, do you want to talk about the defense a little bit? What, how'd you feel about the defensive line, Miles Garrett? Um, well, I had I see a comment here. Yeah. It says, despite the two and two start, the problem is the fantasy's failing to adapt, and it's clear he's hurting the team. Great example: Woods lost the defense and was fired. Schwartz comes in and mostly same defense, just a few new pieces, and it's a top five top five defense. Schwartz should be head coach. That's literally a lot of lies. That's uh, first of all, it's not just a few new pieces. We went from the worst defensive line in football to the best defensive line in football. We added Juan Thornhill. Um, we have a healthy Emerson, a healthy Ward. Like 
is not just a few new pieces. It's a few very important new pieces. I'm not underscoring uh, or underselling Schwartz's impact yeah. on the defense. Let's not pretend like we didn't hand him a way better situation than what Joe Woods has. Now, Joe Woods wouldn't still have this defense playing the way that they are, uh, even if he was still here this year with these pieces. But it, it wasn't just a couple new pieces. We gave him a completely revamped defensive line, perfect to fit what he wants to do on the defensive side of the ball. Second, I know you want to complain about the offense, but I'm pretty sure at least in yards, we we're top 10 coming into this game. We're probably not there anymore. We were, we're top 10 or top 12 or something like that in terms of yards in a game. So the offense, despite playing in terrible weather, despite losing Nick Chubb on the, you know, the seventh play of the game or whatever it was, the offense is still put up yards this year. So it's guys, it's it's week four. Like we can't want to fire somebody and then hire somebody. Like we got to stop with that. Like nobody goes undefeated in the NFL. It's just relax. Yeah. Yep. Like you said, good thing that the bye week is here because before the season we were saying, oh man, week five bye, that sucks. You know, it needs to be later in the season. Hmm. Old blessing in disguise now that it's here. We need to get right. We need to get healthy. And then like, like you were talking about with the rest of the schedule, we can make some things happen. We're going to be okay with this defense, man. I'm good. I'm I'm happy with with where we can go. We just got to get Deshaun healthy. We'll be okay. This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, fall is in the air, and that means we're looking forward to more of these crisp mornings, falling leaves, and more sweater weather. But more importantly, this is the perfect time for all of your fall grilling and tailgating. Because right now, the Browns have the number one defense in the NFL and a really proper, properly tailgate for that kind of performance, you got to have the number one meats available that you can possibly get, and that's Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks has all of your fall cravings covered, and right now you can get 50% off site-wide during the Omaha Steaks semi-annual sale. That's 50% off all your favorite tender, juicy, extra-aged steaks like their Butcher's Cut Filet Mignons. Go to omahasteaks.com today and use code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out, and you'll get not just 50% off of their site-wide sale, but you get an extra $30 off your order with our code. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless, endless flavor, and endless value on incredible entrees, scrumptious size, decadent desserts, and more. All of them, 50% off during the semi-annual sale, and every single bite is backed by their 100% unconditional guarantee. Go to omahasteaks.com right now. Shop all of your delicious favorites for half the price. Don't forget, enter code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out for an extra $30 off your order. But you better hurry. This sale is only available for a limited time. Minimum purchase may apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
No, yeah, I agree. As far as the defense you were taught, you asked me about yeah, today. Yeah. I thought the defense played until they were obviously gassed. Ian, you got to a certain point where it was like, you knew the offense wasn't going to do anything. So it's hard to keep that edge. I thought they played pretty well. We knew coming into this game, Lamar was going to get his a little bit. Honestly, we kept, he only had 27 yards rushing. Like, he I, he threw a couple of nice balls, but he didn't even throw for two hundred. Like it, they played the the defense played well enough to win this game, especially if they wouldn't have been put in bad situation after bad situation uh, by the offense. My the offense has to quit turning the ball over. Oh my god, that is my biggest that that is my biggest gripe with the offense. Yeah. Like you have to quit turning the ball. over. What did you say last week? Didn't you uh, on the pre maybe been the preview show? You said something. We were talking about how the Browns had the third worst turnover differential in the league, and you said. It might be hot takey, and we said, no, not really. You said that we could end the season with the number one defense and one of the worst turnover differentials in the league. Yes, well, one, we keep turning the ball over, so it's going to be tough to go positive in that department. And then second, I said our our front seven is so dominant that it's almost hard to force turnovers at times because the offense doesn't even have the opportunity to make a mistake. They're under siege as soon as the quarterback gets the snap and they're just throwing it away, they're just running for their lives and chucking it out of bounds. They're just, there's been very few opportunities to even try to force turnovers. So that was my, my take. And I said, it might sound stupid, but if you watch our first three games, quarterbacks legitimately, they looked like they were about to crap themselves. They had, they had no time to do anything. Um, they were just under siege, under fire the entire game. No, I, no opportunity to even turn the ball over. You didn't have time to make a bad decision. You're just throwing the ball away. So I could see us finishing negative this year and still having – and we're going to have one of the best defenses in the league and potentially finish negative in uh, turnover differential. Yeah. Yep. I was, you know, I was hoping that we would – I mean, it was nice to see a, a turnover force today. I was hoping we'd get a, a few more – Um. It was just it was just tough. It was just so hard seeing our defense on the field that much. We have not seen them so far this season on the field. Usually it's three and outs. I mean, honestly, it's the most they've had to had to run in the entire season at this point. And like I said, I think on the second half they they bounce back and show that they are they have some resilience and some fight to them that you know we've talked about this before. Cleveland teams in the past wouldn't have. They would have just folded it up, said we're done, and that second half would have been even uglier. Clearly, you're a Stefanski fanboy. He's shown you countless times he's not an adequate multitasking head coach. He fails to adapt, gets entirely too cute, yada, yada, yada. You don't even know me. I've, I have um, been critical of Stefanski in the past. I still support him. My, my question I posed to you, go ahead and fire Stefanski. Who are you hiring? Yeah. So, and, and you know now through this whole stream and pretty much for this season, I've been the same, not get rid of Stefanski, but just like, the lack of in-game adjustments just concerns me a little bit. I don't know. You talk, to, you talk to former players, though. I've heard Peyton Manning say this. You know what the biggest myth in football is? In-game adjustments. Halftime adjustments. It's not a thing. You practiced all week. You had a game plan. Like, it's – you know what they do at halftime? They go in and they – some of them take showers. Some of them take dumps. They eat something <laughs> to drink. They may snack on something. They go back out and play the second half. Peyton Manning said the biggest myth in football is halftime adjustments. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. Like Stefanski, I've not, I have been critical of him in the past. I was critical of him after the Steelers game. Today is not the time to be critical. What did you want him to do? Just turn around and give them to our second string running back every play? Like 
what was he supposed to do? There, there was no winning this game unless DTR turned out to be Brock Purdy. Well, it turns out he is. He is not. Not even. So there's just it, it is what it is. There's there's no there's nothing we were gonna do. No, and I mean, and all it's gonna take is coming out of the bye week, you know, in week six, and the Browns, you know, what we'll come out, and we'll somehow we'll beat the 49ers, and then everybody is on top of the world again, and the Browns are the best team in the league, and then. We'll turn around this and is, yeah, who's after that? The Colts will turn around and blow. You know, it's just, I think we just need to stay even keel. I, I mean, I really do think behind this defense, I mean, Brock Purdy's not Lamar Jackson. He's not going to be able to move around, make plays. If he can't get the ball out quick, like his system is designed to do to, you know, the playmakers where they're supposed to be. If we can get that pressure on him, really CMC is pretty much the only thing in that 49ers offense that worries me. And then I'm just pumped to see our defense back out there. You're just going to bypass the play calling comment. This is not just a not a today issue. It's a game issue. Again, we were top 10 in yards before this. Uh, scored above 20 points in every game but the Steelers game. No, did we even score? No, I don't remember what the score of the Steelers game 22. was. 22. Um, we had 22. Again, and Stefanski has gave Baker Mayfield and um, Jacoby Brissett career years, top 10 in QBR. So is he perfect? I didn't I've never said he's perfect. I think you uh, just so many people are unreasonable in their expectations of what a coach really controls. Like people yeah. complaining about the reverse. Again, other teams call reverses. He didn't tell Elijah Moore to run 40 yards backwards. Like he's still a professional athlete. Yeah. You know what? Let's talk about that play real quick. What is Elijah Moore doing this two weeks in a row that, well, I mean, I'm sure it's been more than, than that, but just last week, the fumble where it's just like, dude, just, you know, hold on the ball. You're a smaller guy. You're getting hit with defenders. Just take take what you got. And then today it was he started to go backwards, and as soon as he started to go backwards, he went more and more. It was like digging a hole he couldn't get himself out of, and so he was 20 yards gone, and it's like that killed us. That killed that entire offensive situation right there. What told me what the today kind of reminded me of was – Deshaun was out, and a lot of people in the offense looked like they were trying to do too much to overcome for Deshaun not being there. DTR was trying to make plays. He saw him pitch uh, it out of bounds. Uh, yes. Elijah Moore running backwards instead of just living to see another day. It's like they were trying to go outside of the framework of the offense, trying to do too much. Just do your job and let the, and let the plays happen and keep the ball. Take Keep it a game heading into the fourth quarter, and then it's anybody's ball game. Um, I, it's just too many guys trying to do too much and make a play, and that's when you get stupid. That's that's kind of my takeaway from that. No, I, I totally agree. And, you know, we, we talk about the situation today and everything, but, I mean, the, the tough conversations will have to come regarding Kevin, whether people want to have those conversations or not, if the team continues to lose, which I just don't. I don't anticipate. I don't anticipate this to be a, a bad season or a losing season. I think we're going to be okay. Deshaun Watson's, you know, shoulder pending, but as long as he's healthy and and this defense continues to stay healthy as well and play like this, we're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, last two, I Andrew see two Jackson. I see one thing here. He says, "Are you scared that we look bad after bye weeks?" I actually looked up those stats, and now I got to try to find where I had those at. Or where those were, but um, well, I don't want to put a damper, but I think we're gonna look. There's a potential uh, that we're gonna look bad after this bye week. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see because the Niners are a different breed. They're a complete football team. They've a lot of those guys have been playing together for a while. Um, it's gonna be a tough game. So Kevin's uh, record after bye bye weeks is actually two and one in 2020. 
The Browns came out and beat Houston at home, 10-7, 2021. We went to Baltimore and won that game, 24-22. And then last year, we lost 39-17 down in Miami, which was a, a crap show. But, I mean, he's 2-1 and one after bye weeks, so that's a good, that's, you know, it's better than a losing record on bye weeks. Yeah. Uh, promote Schwartz and let Alex Van Pelt call plays. Well, one, Schwartz has been a head coach before. Schwartz needs to uh, stay he where had, he's at. He had prime Matthew Stafford, prime Megatron. Um, he had a a decent Reggie Bush. He had prime Ndamukin Sue, and they were perennial losers still. So um, yeah. let's, let's be real. I, it's not that I don't like Jim Schwartz, but it's not like he's some Hall of Fame head coach. And Alex Van Pelt has almost no experience calling uh, games other than preseason games. Everybody likes to go back to that Steelers playoff game. Uh, if the Steelers don't give us four turnovers in short fields and, the, and we just catch them off guard early, do you remember the second half of that game? We didn't hardly score and we hung on for dear life. It's not like yeah. Alex Van Pelt is just some mastermind. If he was, teams would be trying to hire him. Other teams, offensive coordinators are getting hired. Eric, the enemy got hired, even though he didn't call the plays. Like, if he was some mastermind, the league would know, and he, people would be trying to take him away. It, I just don't understand. Some people, I just don't. Yeah, I mean, like, people thought Freddie Kitchens would be this amazing play caller too. And I mean, yes. So the Jim Schwartz, the head coach type thing, just kind of reminds me of the like, well, Deshaun's not playing great. Let's try DTR. It's you know what guys are really good in their role. To Jim Schwartz, look what he's got with his defense. And if he wanted to be a head coach, honestly, he probably could have been the last few years. He, I don't think it's what he wants. We don't want him to be the head coach. I want him focusing on defense like he has been because this defense is still what's going to. If, if we're going to go anywhere this year, it's going to be on the backs of this defense. So we need to make sure that that stays the focus right there. And they just they keep doing what they're doing because it's working. It looked a little rough today. We did talk about why they were on the field for freaking ever. But overall, I'll take this defense still any day of the week. Completely agree. Completely agree. But um, anything else you want to talk about today's game, Josh? I feel like we covered pretty much everything. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Um, you know, I felt like we had some untimely penalties, just things that, you know, we've been talking about this for every week, you know, minus last week. The Titans game was a pretty complete game, but overall it's been – if this offense could just quit giving the freaking ball away, cut down on these mental mistakes, these penalties, we, we'd have a much better record right now than what we do. You know, our offense is continually gifting the other team points. I mean, even in the Titans game, the three points that they got came off of an offensive turnover. So that's, that would be my main focus in the bye week is, one, get, get Sean healthy, and two, just make do whatever you got to do, Kevin. Get this offense cleaned up, buttoned up, and just play mistake-free football. Come on. Yep. It's, it's all going to hinges on Deshaun's shoulder. We got to hope that his shoulder's okay. So, yeah. Um, well, I don't want to just beat a dead horse and talk about and complain about the same things over again. So, we'll wrap this thing up. Uh, we appreciate you guys being here with us on Bleacher Report for our first time. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. If you're new to the show, again, if you're new to the show, we don't normally just sit in front of plain blank screens. Uh, <laughs> we usually look like we're much more professional, um, but we were having some technical difficulties, and we wanted to make sure we could still just jump on and give you guys uh, the episode. We promise. We appreciate you guys being here, old new listeners and new listeners. Um, hopefully we'll be back uh, on Bleach Report again sometime this year. Uh, thanks for being here once again. Uh, unfortunate loss for the Browns today, but still a lot of football left to go. Uh, 
hopefully we get Deshaun shoulder better. Uh, until next week, though, uh, come see us on YouTube. Come see us on, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. And uh, kick it with us. We love hearing from you guys. And uh, we'll hopefully guys see you guys sometime this week on uh, one of our channels. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.